Ooh. What? Okay, that's new. That has never happened before. That is real weird. Ew. Okay. Thanks, Felicia. So I don't have to go, okay, I clicked the button. No, Felicia just told me this meeting is being recorded. There's no sneaky getting around it anymore. Uh-uh. I'm going to get that warning. Balls, a supernatural podcast with Lizzie and Missy. Hi, Liz. What's up, Miss? Not much. How are you? Uh, I'm pretty tired right now. <laughs> How are you? Oh, no. Uh, actually, kind of the same. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's just how it goes these days, I guess. I think I've been tired since we had to get together with everybody at the new office. I think I've been tired since 1997. Uh, that, too. I was just... <laughs> I left that, and then Friday night, we did a bunch of sewing and fitting for the cosplays. And then Saturday, I didn't realize I opened, so I got a phone call at 5 a.m. going, are you coming? and i went uh no (laughs) i went no i work at seven and Haley goes no you're on the dcr to open and i was like you right so i had to get up and go and then i was there till like three and i went to the gym because you got to get cost fit for the cosplay oh yeah and then i was supposed to go out drinking last night which i didn't because my friend got way too drunk oh so he didn't message me so i chilled and then drunk before the going out yeah and then there was no going out there was no going out and then today I did a couple of running around and my brother came over to get his part of the cosplay we made on Friday fitted for him because he's a lot broader than I am because he's got like those linebacker shoulders and I have bird shoulders. <laughs> so we've been doing a lot of cosplay stuff and then Nicole left for dinner and she comes she before she left because she goes, so we're going to sew tonight. And I was like, okay, when I'll stay awake <laughs> for that. And then I got a text from somebody like, you want to come into work? And I was like, you realize it's 730, right? You close at nine. And then you're like, no, I don't actually want to do that. It's my first day off in four weeks. Mama don't want to come to work. <laughs> Mama don't want to come to work tomorrow either. Or Thursday. Or, you know, any other day. <laughs> but I got, you know what? I got like two weeks, essentially, I think. Let me look at my nice little calendar. Two weeks before the convention. You gotta of get shit to done. Yeah. Which we're actually not doing bad. Most of my cosplays are done. And I got the rest of the stuff yesterday. Good deal. Yeah doing stuff and things oh yeah okay so anything to touch on before we go into it yes i would like to take a second and i would like to thank jennifer who supported us on buy me a coffee the other day thank you jennifer you're awesome and jennifer we had to tell you we kept calling you cat girl because that's what your screen, your email address was everything that came up was just the screen name it was like this person and then this person follows you and then this person uh, yeah it but. wasn't yeah, on twitter i found out your name but so thank you jennifer uh very much and our friend nikki today posted on instagram that she is now an official cast member at the disney store <gasps> yes yeah, so congratulations, Nikki. Congratulations, Nikki. That's awesome. I can't wait to see your sweet swag. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, and another thing. This is our 60th episode. It's our 60th episode. Our 60th overall episode, yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's exciting. Speaking of episodes, did you see what Eric Cricky tweeted like five days ago? I did not. Enter Soldier Boy. Buckle up, motherfuckers. Oh, my goodness. It's finally happening. Although they did say that uh, Jensen Eccles' Soldier Boy will look different than what he was in the graphic novel. Uh, you mean with his crazy-ass beard? Is that I what was, we're going to call it? It's a, it looks like... I'm, it, I'm just upset that he stopped wearing plaid to grow this beard. It looks like down there hair is what his face looks like right now. 
I just I think he he's afraid to wear plaid. Like I'm happy. I think he's happy that Supernatural is over, so he doesn't have to be wearing plaid. Therefore, yeah. he's not going to be mistaken completely for a lumberjack. Any other announcements? No, that was it. Did you hear all my announcements? <laughs> I did hear all those. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't until we started talking about Soldier Boy that I lost you. Okay. Probably because I said his face looks like he has down there hair on it. Yeah, it was just editing you. Yeah. <laughs> is what it was. Oh, thanks, uh, Zoom. That's probably a new thing on the Zoom. Getting too rowdy. She yeah. Meets ya. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to tell you when you're recording. And then, oh, you said a bad word. Mm. Nope. Not today. Not cool. All right. So in that case, you want to get into this episode? Let's do it. All right, so for our 60th episode, we are going to be going into Season 4, Episode 4, Metamorphosis. This episode's gross. It's got a lot of a lot. Throwing it out there, it's gross. Uh, It came out October 9th, 2008, and takes place in Carthage, Missouri. Ooh. Ooh, Carthage. Sounds like carnage. I mean, that's what this episode really was. Oh, true, yes. Uh huh. Okay. I don't know if they did that on purpose, but like, it works. Oh, probably not. Are you ready for a plot? Yes. I hope you can hear the whole thing. I'm gonna sit here and not move ever. <laughs> After watching Sam harness his powers and realizing that the woman he is with is freaking Bruby. Bruby. Dean angrily confronts his brother. Distance and tension between the two brothers is growing. Dean realizes that Sam is tapping into the demonic blood inside him with Ruby's help and lying to him about it. Sam argues that he is able to save people and exercise demons at the same time, but Dean reveals to Sam what Castiel has said. Travis, a hunter who has known the Winchesters for years, calls on Sam and Dean to help in a case in Carthage, Missouri, involving a man who is going through a metamorphosis into a Rougarou, a monstrous creature that consumes human flesh. During the hunt, Sam lashes out on Dean, saying he is tired of how Dean looks at him like a freak. Tensions mount between them even further as they disagree on how to deal with the man, with Sam advocating that they try reasoning with him so that he can try to control himself, and Dean believes the man can't help but give in to his monstrous nature. Despite attempting to prevent it, I just called him Rougarou Man because I forgot his name. Jack? Jack, okay. I'm still calling him Rougarou Man. (laughs) Rougarou Man can't overcome his instincts anymore. He kills Travis, but retains enough control to spare his wife. When the man tries to kill Dean, Sam is forced to kill him by burning him alive. Seeing what the man went through, Sam decides to stop using his powers. Ooh. Or does he? Haven't we been through this with Dean before, where he thinks monsters are all monsters and that no one can be saved, and Sam kind of is like, no, they're still human, because at this point he's still human because he hasn't consumed human flesh yet. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't understand what's happening because... His mother gave him up for adoption, and Travis killed his father, who could have been like, yo, boy, this is what's going to happen. Don't do it. And the confrontation, Sam, no, don't leave. Dean punching him two in the face. (laughs) Okay. Sam's flurry nostrils make a comeback. Yeah, and his weird head tilt. Yeah, what is that? It's like like two nostril flares and a head tilt. And the squinty eye. Mm. Sam. Oh, Sam. Maybe that's the demon blood. <laughs> Those are his demony ways. Yeah, just flaring out every now and then. Oh, speaking of plaid, you mentioned plaid. Sam is not wearing plaid in this episode again. No, he's wearing a weird shirt. Do you think Bruby's dressing him now? Ooh, maybe she's his like mentor and stylist. Uh, yeah, maybe she's like, no, we can't wear that. You have to be more demon chic. <laughs> Which also apparently equals longer sideburns. 
Maybe. She's okay with the sideburns. Maybe she's into that kind of thing. Bruby. Ugh, Bruby. She's causing a lot of problems. So many. She's like the Yoko Ono of this group right now. She really is. She really, really is. And I would be Dean, too, if that happened. If my brother's just like, no, you don't understand. Because I haven't told you anything, so you don't get it. Also, I've been lying to you. Hell yeah, I'd go back to my hotel room and start packing and being like, no, fuck you, I'm going home. Deuces. Bye. Oh, yeah, I was confused for a minute, too, when Sam's phone rang and no one called Dean. But then again, I remember that Dean's, like, been dead for a while. And I doubt that a lot of hunters know that he's still kicking. So, of course, they're going to call Sam because they know that Sam's still hunting. Yeah, they don't necessarily know that Dean has been brought back. Yeah. Oh, what about Sam knowing about the demon blood? Well, I mean, that comes from fucking Bruby. I know, but, like, oh, obviously Dean didn't know that Sam knew. And then Dean was like, WTF? Like, he was even... He was, so, uh, I mean, okay, so Dean punched Sam twice in the actual face. But I feel like <laughs> Sam also like, punched Dean twice in the gut. In the heart. Because, because one, he didn't tell him about Bruby. That fucking bitch. Yeah. And two, he didn't tell him about the big fucking red A over here that's like, hey, so you were fed demon blood as a child. Yeah. Which explains everything we went through. Yeah, when were you going to tell me that? Like, you Dick. couldn't have been like, hey, so you know my psychic abilities? Yeah, it's from demon blood I found out. Ugh, Sam. Ugh. Oh, man. I'm- oh, when De- sorry. When Dean says, uh, if I didn't know you, I would hunt you. Oh. I mean, it's true. I know. But still, it's like, ugh. I also like the fact that Sam's pretty chill with just, like, rolling the dice on if he can save people. <laughs> yeah <laughs> because when when dean was just like you just use the knife and he's like no the knife kills the victim i do what i do most of them survive most of them yeah so far we've seen like i don't know one <laughs> yeah like i want to know what the survival rate is that you think that this is the path you really want to try you need a percentage well, maybe he thinks if he keeps practicing you know he'll get better and i also do feel bad because he also thinks he's doing better because he's like in the last month last five months i've saved more than we have in a year yeah what are you comparing it to? You're hunting them. Yeah. Like, you guys didn't know about demons for a while. So naturally you couldn't hunt demons. Now you know about demons. And now, of course, you can hunt them and hunt and save more people in the year, five months or whatever. Well, that also something that... Oh, I feel like we see so much going back and forth with Sam in this episode, too. We got him siding with Bruby. And then we've got him, like, also hating himself. But then thinking that he's doing good. And then also hating Dean. And then also siding with Dean. I feel like there's this really weird back and forth with Sam. Because like at one point he's like, I save people. What I'm doing is for good things. And then later on he's like, I've got demon blood in me. It's coursing my veins and I can never rip it out or scrub it clean. Which I guess means like, I guess hone it. Sure, what up, bitch. <laughs> but then he's like, I'm a whole new level of freak. Well, yeah. did... And then later we find out that like, mm, boy, boy, you're not helping yourself. And I hate the fact you gotta ugh. and the fact that he didn't trust Dean enough to try and explain things to him. Yeah. Cause he's like, you know why I didn't tell you this? Because of crap like this. Like what? Oh, the way you look at me like I'm a freak. Well, you didn't say anything, and he had to find out you were lying and going behind his back with this crazy bitch. Right. And he then, didn't like to begin with. And then at the end, Dean wanted to talk to you about it, and he was like, No, I don't want to <sighs> talk about it. Oh, okay. How are you gonna make anything better? Sam. And then he lies again. When he's like, oh, these powers, I'm playing with fire. I'll never do it again. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sure. Good. You just lied to your brother. Again. To the face again. <laughs> there should be a lie count. Like, how many times <sighs> they lie Sam lie count other. season four. Oh, my lord. It's like everything that comes out of his mouth. Oh, the, to the, with the demon blood thing. 
<laughs> that one tiny drop that like barely made it into his mouth. How does that cause this? Does it is it like an implant and just slowly courses through the body? Does it like like, is it, it like, like a multiplies? Maybe? Or maybe like it attaches to a blood cell. Okay. And just try, I don't I don't know because your blood cleans itself. Yeah. Does demon blood take over? I don't. Well, then why is he not a demon? And how would his like dad not know? I don't know. But I, I remember seeing who also just cleaned that... up. Who cleaned up? Who cleaned up Sam's face? Hmm? John would have seen some blood on his face when they took him out of his crib after the mom was burning on the ceiling. Yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, Dean would have wiped it off with that blanket. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I guess maybe he thought it was Mary's blood, but she wasn't right over the crib. I I don't know. I don't but know. I just felt like that was a teeny little drop, and like the baby's not licking its lips to get more of it. You know, like. I don't know. Uh, this was sad, though. It was really sad to see Jack, who had no idea what was going on. I know, but it was really disgusting to see him eat. Like the raw meat? Just like the raw like, steak? Yeah, or even just like when he was eating the first meal and he was just like shoving it in his mouth. Like before it even got gross. I was like, oh, mm. I can't watch you, sir. But yeah, he, does, he has, doesn't know what's going on. And he was terrified. Yeah, like he couldn't be around his wife and then mm-hmm. in that bar with that guy. Like, yeah. If he had, like, Sam wanted to do, like, tell him about it, and if he believes you, okay, like, now you know what's going on. But then I had a thought, are there only male Rougarous? Because it seemed like it was passed from his dad to him. Mm-hmm. So, but if you're a girl, can you be a Rougarou? I don't think Rougarous discriminate. No? Okay. No. It just happened to be that he was a son. Mm-hmm. Okay. What did you, uh, what did you think about the nice description of a human? The long that, pig? Yeah, that Travis gave us. <laughs> Uh, well, I can tell you that Dean really liked it. Dean was <laughs> Dean was a fan, and it was his word of the day, actually. <laughs> his word of the episode, long pig. <laughs> he also said manburger helper, which made me I mean, chuckle a little bit. <laughs> that was funny. That was a good pun. I'll give him that. <laughs> oh, and I, I wrote down, you. this is what, 2008? Yes, this is so, 2008. So Google was a thing. Google, yeah. There was a search engine on the internet that he could have looked up Rougarou. Yeah. Like, Jack could have went online and looked up what a Rougarou was after they told him. Um, I can tell you right now that there's no, like, real reputable sources. Because a Rougarou, I mean, in the Supernatural fandom, obviously a Rougarou is a real thing. Yeah. However, there is no defined evidence of a Rougarou. I can tell okay. you from my research. So, he would have been able to find stories yeah. about a Rougarou. Folklore. Yeah, but he wouldn't have been able to find cases, like, real evidence to, like, right. prove it. Yeah. Hmm. He was also a peeping Rougarou. Well. <laughs> he, was going, he was going through some changes. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was, like, Rougarou puberty. Yeah. He was just, he was becoming, a, he, was, he was an infant. Okay. He was a pup. And then he was becoming a wolf. Rougarou puberty might be the name of this episode. <laughs> I don't know. This episode made me very frustrated. Mainly with Sam. Yeah. Mainly with Sam. Did Travis really have to tie up the guy's wife? No, I think Hunter, like, those hunters is like, they're literally the shoot first, ask questions later. Yeah, I feel like that wasn't necessary. Oh, it was highly unnecessary. And, it and then we find her. out she's pregnant. Did he tie her up before she he found out she was pregnant? Or after? I think after. But he, oh, no, I think he did it because when he killed Jack's father, he didn't know his wife was pregnant with Jack. So I think he wasn't fucking around this time on the off chance. Oh, he didn't want her to run away. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because even if she wasn't pregnant, he had no idea. Right. That makes sense. And then Travis, <laughs> Travis beats Jack with his cast, which also made me chuckle a little bit. 
I had to find the funny moments in this episode because the rest yeah, of it, it was, was just gross. <laughs> it, and it was heavy. It was a heavy, gross episode. It was. It was very, yeah, very heavy. I mean, it was all very sad. All very sad and frustrating. Yeah. But those those are my thoughts on the episode. I thought this was a good titled episode, Metamorphosis, because we see the change happening in Sam. We see the change happening in Dean. And obviously the change that Jack's going through in this whole situation. Right. Which was the catalyst for the episode. I agree. You got any fun tiddly bits for this episode? I do, and not, but not a lot. Yeah, it took me, like I said, uh, with my research, uh, there wasn't anything definitive. So you're going to get a lot of legend. I like legends, especially of the Hidden Temple. This is not of the Hidden Temple, but it is of Louisiana. <laughs> oh, even better. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so let's see. Uh, this is the first time that Dean refers to Castiel as Cass. This is the first... Well, yeah, he hasn't been around too long. He's only been in four episodes. Yeah, that makes sense. And they're trying to be like on first name basis with angels, which is weird because they don't have last names. Yeah. So this Before is... you nickname them. The first Cass. Ooh. First Cass. Uh, Metamorphosis is the last episode that Kim Manners directed in Supernatural before his passing from lung cancer on January 25th, 2009. R.I.P. R.I.P. indeed. That one hit me right here. What a what a last episode, man. Yeah. No wonder it was so heavy. Yeah. He obviously had to know. Oh, whew. Gets ya. Uh, Carthage, not Carnage, Carthage, Missouri, is also the setting for Season 5, Episode 10, Abandon All Hope. Before Sam and Dean discuss Dean's visit to the past, the Impala is seen driving down the road. The shot was obviously recycled from a previous episode as the plates read KAZ2Y5. Uh, and we know that in season two, episode 20, what is and what should never be, they changed the license plates to the Ohio plates CNK80Q3. Uh, Travis says, but most of all, they're hungry. And Dean says, hungry for what? And Travis says, at first for everything, but then the long pig. Long pig, Dean says. Sam says he means human flesh. And then Dean says, that's the word of the day. A long pig is a term for human flesh, reportedly a translation of a word used in the Pacific Islands, referring to an alleged similarity to pork. Hmm. Uh, Sam says, not wasting any time, are you? And Travis says, none to waste. The guy hulks out and we won't find bodies, just remains. The Hulk is a character created by Marvel Comics. As an alter ego of scientist Bruce Banner, the Hulk is a huge green-skinned creature with exceptional strength that increases with his anger. Sam is now able to exercise demons by using his specific abilities. Unlike the Colt in Ruby's knife, this sends them back to hell like an exorcism. And we find out, well, well, fun fact at the end here, uh, Sam was a mathlete when he was in school. That makes sense. Yeah. That checks out. Sam, the, I wonder if he had like a little mathlete sweater. I can't see him. Actually, no, I can't see him wearing that. Just kidding. <laughs> he would totally wear it. He would rock that thing. <laughs> uh, that is all I have for you. Speaking of Kim Manners passing, did you know that the X-Files did a touching Easter egg for Kim Manners? I did not. Apparently, uh, in the episode, Mulder and Scully meet the were monster. Is that like a werepire? Kind of. They have a powwow in front of a gravestone that honored Kim Manners. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Also, a little to add on to your tiddly bit. Add on. Add away. Um, and this is only because I'm in an anime state of mind. <laughs> the guy who plays Jack Montgomery, Damian Clark. The Ruguru guy? Yes. Okay. He is also the voice of Cell in Dragon Ball. Oh, that's cool. 
Yeah, so I was geeking out about that because he's a big baddie in Dragon Ball. Oh, cool. So the sources I used for my research include bestofswla.com, visit cryptoville.com, pelicanstateofmind.com, nolaweekend.com, and blog.nwf.org. So the Rugaru, or the Lupgaru, means werewolf or wereman in French. Uh, it's also known as Louisiana's werewolf. In the 16th, early 16th century in France, uh, the Rougarou was blamed for various crimes. Even if somebody broke into your house, they were like, must be the loop guru. Uh, so it was originally loop guru, but as it came down from over from France to Canada, from Canada down to the south, it became the Rougarou. It wasn't me. The loop guru did yes. it. <laughs> I didn't eat your I didn't eat your sweets. It was the loop guru. <laughs> um, your wife didn't leave you for me. It was the loop guru. Uh, So it began shifting and becoming a genetic disorder in the late 16th century, meaning you'd live a normal life until something triggered the condition in your body, and then your body would enlarge and crave raw meat to complete the transformation. You'd actually have to take a bite of human flesh to actually become a Rougarou. But the hunger would be insatiable, which is, as soon as we started talking, and I didn't want to touch on it then, that's what happened here. So it could be a boy or a girl, but it's genetic. Okay. Um, there are other legends, uh, such as you can become a Rougarou if you don't observe Lent seven years in a row, which oh, served shit. as a warning to Catholics. Uh, well, I'm not Catholic. Uh, it was a way to make your children behave and stay home at night and not get into trouble by saying the Rougarou will get you. Be safe out there or the Rougarou will get you. Listen to your parents or the Rougarou will get you. You would be cursed by somebody, mainly a witch. And to rid yourself of the curse of the Rougarou, you actually had to have somebody else cut you and draw blood. Oh. Sounds easy, right? I'd just be like, miss. It sounds too easy. Like, what's the catch here? So I get close enough to cut you and then you eat me? Like, Nope. Okay. You get close enough to cut me and you cut me and you are now the Rougarou. Oh, that's just shitty. The curse would transfer to the person who gave them the cut, but release you of the curse. So you got to find someone you don't like. Yeah, pretty much, or somebody that's going to die real soon. Like someone randomly on the street, like, hey, can you give me a cut? Uh, another legend was basically don't make eye contact with a Rougarou. <laughs> but how are you because, supposed to know? <laughs> because if you make eye contact, then the curse will be transferred to you. So you just don't make eye contact with anybody ever. Yeah, pretty much. You just look okay. down the entire time. Also, don't look at dogs. Could be oh, a Rougarou. Lord. Um, there is also a curse from a voodoo priestess, which is a Rougarou curse uh, and spans 101 days and can also be transferred to a person, which ties back to the cutting. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I bet you're wondering how to tell a Rougarou. But yes, please. I can't go I walking you around would. not looking at people. All right. Well, so here's what a Rougarou is said to look like. A Rougarou will stand seven or eight feet tall. They will have coarse hair, glowing red eyes. They look half man and half wolf, meaning that they have a human-shaped body but a wolf-like head. And they have the ability to change on their own. However, they are usually seen at night and have horribly sharp teeth. So you'll be able to tell (laughs) pretty much is what you're saying. If they're in their Rougarou form. Okay. Now, if you're curious also that this sounds like a monster we've seen before, you'd be correct. Because it has a tendency to get mistaken for a Wendigo. Ah, okay. Now, both of them have insatiable hunger for human flesh, and both of them have once been people. However, Wendigo come from Native American culture and are predominantly a North American phenomena, whereas the Rougarou stays local to Louisiana and the Bayou. But like I said, uh, it originated in France, 
France came over to Canada, Canada came on down, and that's how it ended up in Louisiana. And that's where the legend ended up coming down here and shaping itself. Now, you can protect yourself from a Rougarou by laying 13 objects at your door. Apparently, legend says that a Rougarou cannot count past 12, but will not stop counting. So if you lay 13 objects at your door, the Rougarou is forced to count, but can only keep going to 12. So it is forced to start over until it is forced to leave, which is usually at the break of dawn. Oh. Um, and most sources that I saw said that most people lay out pennies or rocks. Okay. And there's actually a really interesting um, thing in the South. So there's a thing called Rougarou rum, which is manufactured by Donner Pelletier Distilleries in uh, Thibodeau, Louisiana. I think I said that right. Thibodeau, Thibodeau, Louisiana, which has a special praline flavored version called Rougarou 13 pennies. Ooh. Which is a tie to the 13 objects. Yeah. Now, uh, apparently men just have everything easier because why wouldn't they? Of course. Uh, they also say that you can potentially protect yourself for men by placing a leaf in their wallet. And it is a nondescript leaf. Just a leaf. Just a, You found it on the ground and put it yep. in your wallet. Uh, however, a woman has to paint a hexagram in the center of the floor and say prayers of protection. You've got to be kidding me. Nope. Like, dudes would be like, oh, hey, this looks... Like a fucking leaf. Let's put that in the wallet. Rougarous can't get me. Us. We have to paint shit. We have to make sure it's center. Count everything. And then pray. Ain't that just the fucking kick in the pants? Right. Like. <laughs> uh, so the Rougarou generally prowls the swamps of Louisiana as well as the bayous. But it has been known to acquaint um, and frequent our areas around New Orleans. But they usually don't go into extremely. Uh, they kind of stay out of the suburbs. <laughs> They don't go to, like, say, like, populated? No, they try to stay into, like, the more rural areas. Gotcha. And that's where you'll find them. In the swamps, mainly. In my research, also, and I'm not going to touch on it too much because I didn't write it down, uh, there's also something known as, like, the Louisiana Bigfoot. Ooh! Um, and that came up in my research, too, because a lot of people have a tendency to, I guess, see them together and not necessarily know from afar if it's oh. the Rougarou or Louisiana Bigfoot. You can't tell your creatures apart. No. Apparently, <laughs> apparently from afar, it's very difficult. <laughs> now, uh, if you're curious as to how to kill a Rougarou, you actually, and this is one of the things, again, this episode Supernatural stayed with a specific type and was actually true to the legend because, again, there's no, like, super mythology or facts behind it. So, obviously, they stayed with the genetic belief of the Rougarou, but they also stayed with the fire part of the Rougarou. So, you can light a Rougarou on fire and that will kill it. Uh, decapitation also works. And if you're just really not trusting the fact that the Rougarou is dead, uh, severe destruction of the body. Severe destruction. Severe destruction of the body. Probably what I'm thinking. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> not to go into, t into detail about it. Um, now, like I said, there's no real actual evidence. However, there are tons of people who claim, especially in Louisiana, that they have seen the Rougarou. And uh, some people believe that Marie Laveau actually used to curse people into becoming a Rougarou. <gasps> Really? As a voodoo priestess. Oh. Um, oh, I figured it out. So um, it's the Bigfoot thing. It's known uh, as the Honey Island Swamp Monster. That doesn't sound so scary, though. It's known as Louisiana's Bigfoot of the Swamp. But he's a Honey Island. That sounds sweet. Yeah, he kind of looks like the dogs from Ghostbusters. Oh. <laughs> with, like, a lot of horns all over its body. <laughs> oh. Okay, he might not look sweet. Uh, he sounds sweet. 
though, without a picture. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. Now, a couple little fun facts to tie it up, because like I said, all the most of the legends say that kind of stuff. Um, they have no problems eating any kind of flesh, uh, but obviously they hunger for human flesh. But they're also celebrated in the South. Uh, there is actually a Rougarou Fest in uh, Halma, Louisiana. I mean, why not, right? And that takes place in late October. And then there is uh, a life-size statue of a Rougarou at the Audubon that I speak today at the <laughs> Audubon Zoo in Nola. Is it and... scary looking? Is like it? Is it like the Mothman kind of deal? Like, is it a frightening thing that you don't want to look on. at? I'll find a. I'll find it and send it to you. Rugaru statue. Uh, yeah, that thing's fucking terrifying. Oh, good, cool. Please tell me that is not actually outside of. Okay, so no, he he is not. Um, nope, nope, just kidding. Just kidding. He is fucking terrifying. Oh Lord. Uh, just Google Rugaru statue Audubonzu. I would send it to you, but it's gonna be easier for you to just do this because you need to see this. Well, what in the actual hell is that? That is freaking terrifying. Yep. Oh my god, they put a hat on him at Mardi Gras. Yep. Yeah, he, well, he had to be a part of the celebration. That He's got like those cat eyes. Mm-hmm. That is terrifying. All the teeth. Yep. Huh. Yep, that's outside the Audubon Zoo. That's just... Oh, they light up. His eyes light up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, then. I'll be sure um, to post that so everybody can see it. <laughs> and uh, if you're curious as to what happens at the Rougarou Fest, uh, their site is currently under construction, but I did find out their description, and it's free. Uh, it's a family-friendly festival. <laughs> Not if it you're sho- that guy. Like, that's it showcases fun. live music, cultural activities, children's activities, Cajun food, and the Krugaroo Parade. And it was ranked one of the top 10 costume parties in the United States by USA Today in 2014. And one of the top 20 events out of 11 states in the month of October by the Southeast Tourism Society in 2015. Wow. However, proceeds from the festival go towards the South Louisiana Wetlands Discovery Center, which is a nonprofit organization that is revolutionizing how we think, teach, and learn about Louisiana's disappearing coast. So it goes to a good cause. Yes. Okay. Um, and I did find a past schedule. They always start the festival by blessing of the grounds and the national anthem. Then there's exploring Louisiana folk tales and costume making. Then you have more costume contests. Then you have the Krugaru parade. Then a band. Then there's a pumpkin lighting. Ooh. I know. Then there's yoga. <laughs> That's the one thing I go to Rougarou Fest for, mm-hmm. the yoga. Yeah, well, that's before the Rougarou Fest opens, so it gets you going, and then the Rougarou Fest opens, you go, and then you got the okay. gourmand games and uh, traditional knowledge of medicinal plants, conversations on Louisiana French. Oh, that would be interesting. First Nation crafts using native materials. That would also be interesting. There's a Rougarou sweep, and then it ends. It is a two-day festival, Saturday, Sunday. Wow, Okay. Apparently, there's Rougarou Witches, Rougarou Zombies, Rougarou Time Warp, and what? Giant Puppets. Are they going to do the Time Warp? Yes. <laughs> Short answer, yes. <laughs> if y'all want to do the Time Warp again, we have something just for you. Look, we have plenty to see at the festival, but this one takes the Tarte a la Bois. Our Rocky Horror family entertains the crowds with their character costumes and Time Warping moves. Remember, this is family-friendly. <laughs> <laughs> 
And if you go to their website, you can join their group via Facebook, the Rougarou Time Warp. Very cool. Um, and the next hasn't been postponed. Rougarou Fest is slated for October 22nd to the 24th, 2021 in Huma, Louisiana. Very cool. But that's all I got. Everything's pretty much legend. The Rougarou is not... Um, and a lot of people believe, some people say that the Rougarou came from Native American legend, and it didn't. The word didn't even come from Native American legend. The only thing that's close is the Wendigo, which they think is like some kind of like a muddy, murky, like it didn't distance itself. So people believe that they're the same thing. Okay. But they're not. They're not. The Rougarou or Lucarou is French, and he's now just shacking it up in Louisiana. <laughs> shacking it up. So, next episode. We are going to be, this is one of my favorites. So exciting. We are going to be talking about season four, episode five, monster movie. Doesn't that take place in Cannonsburg? It takes place in Cannonsburg, PA, a small town just outside my place of work. It's so cool. And I love the shooting stylus, but I'll talk more about all that fun stuff and geek out completely next episode. Uh, Unlike this week, next week has a lot of tiddly bits. Yes. So Prepare sorry for yourself. the <laughs> sorry for the short episode, but you know what? We know y'all like a little short, sweet, informative episode in between our banter's and longer episodes with all the knowledge bombs. Yeah. The ones we get really excited about. Yeah. So as always, uh, tell us, you know what, if you guys really liked this episode or there's something you felt like we left out, please let us know. Send us a DM, find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can email us at spmballspod at gmail.com. Get at us. If there's something you like that we mentioned, also get at us. And Missy, yes. can people nominate us? <gasps> they can. Guys, we're up in a group for a potential nomination for an award. You can nominate us for the Quill Podcast Awards. Uh, right now it's posted on Instagram and Twitter, but I can put it in our little Linktree account. Uh, you just have to click on that, and it's kind of it kind of looks like a Google Doc, like a Google survey, uh, and then you just fill it in with us. So it's Balls, a Supernatural Podcast, uh, is what our official title is. So that's what you would use when you nominate, if you want to. You don't have to, but we would really appreciate it because we love doing this, and obviously having some awards under our belt wouldn't hurt. That would be pretty cool. That would just be like the little cherry on top. I mean, it's not a Webby, but damn. <laughs> It's a step to a Webby. It is a step to a Webby. <laughs> and then a jump to the right. Oh, man. <laughs> I like that. See what you did. I, I <laughs> yeah. Well, I had to tie it back somehow. This is either going to get us nominations or not. I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, also, I know you guys heard it at the beginning of the episode, uh, but our 100 happy hour is going to be August 14th, uh, 6 p.m. Hopefully, Liz and I will be together outside on a, a deck. Yes. Drinking together. Yes. With you guys in the same space because we got to see each other the other day and it was pretty amazing and the nice thing too is that it'll be straight from our actual instagram account right and not separates yeah it'll be two of us on one one screen did that make sense yes it did to me (laughs) we won't be split it won't be top and bottom we'll be side by side so i think that's it for now guys thank you for listening thank you and we will see you guys next time when we talk about monster movie We did the mash, the monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. Bye. Bye. 
You've been listening to Balls, a supernatural podcast with Lizzie and Missy. If you want more, follow on Twitter and Instagram at SBNBallsPod or email SBNBallsPod at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe and follow Balls on your favorite streaming service.